It's 9.30 Monday morning, and that means it's time for Food Talk. I'm Marianne Myers, and I am joined, as always, by my fabulous co-host, Linda Perkins. Good morning, Marianne. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Apronless. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know what? It's getting to be a habit, girl. (laughs) Well, because I'm traveling so much to different places to record this show. I know. (laughs) I forget to put it on when I get in my car. (laughs) (laughs) Odd. It is true that we are still um, dealing with pandemic rules, and we are not back in the studio yet, although... To some degree, some limited degree, KMUN Studio is open to volunteer programmers, but we're being cautious. So exciting, though, huh? It's so exciting, and I'm really hoping that we somehow dodge all the variants that are uh, oozing in and um, continue to be able to spend time together. But for you and I, this is pretty cool that we can be in the same room together. I know, I know. I can see your face so I can see when you're fixing to talk and hopefully not talk over you. You Woo-hoo. you get to, uh, you have to <laughs> come to my house. We're sitting in my office and uh, you've been already assaulted by our puppies. So oh, it's like, it's like eight puppies all taped together. It's the most energetic thing. It takes like a hundred percent of your concentration oh just to figure out where it is in space. It's just Something. And, he, and I don't know why, because he can't navigate because he's wagging so hard, you know. He's tr- yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> I know. It's like a windmill Believe and a whirling dervish and a blender and all kinds of things all wrapped up into one. And last count, he was 60 pounds and seven months old. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like having a really, really happy pony yes. in the house. <laughs> smiling pony anyway thank you for uh braving that and uh, now we're in the office with the door closed so i think we're temporarily safe i'm pretty sure he could eat through it (laughs) given time yeah yes don't don't tell him that so i wonder what you've been cooking it's summertime i know well um i've been trying to cook new things that i haven't cooked before because i realize um that i just cannot mention watermelon with fennel salt one more time on the I know. show i have to do something new i know <laughs> I, although uh, it is watermelon season but yes yeah and i j- did just make that myself yeah. <laughs> I just have to do something new. I just can't be so boring. So um, I made some soup. Oh, you gave me that um, Milk Street magazine, the one yes. that had the on the cover. It had that um, fettuccine Alfredo you talked about where yes. they just use like butter and cheese. And so, and I thought that was funny because normally I make it with half and half butter and cheese and it's funny that half and half is like the low calorie thing you take out of the recipe oh my gosh and and they advertise it as light and I'm like how is it light with just butter and cheese <laughs> but um I got they mean it's slacking in color <laughs> yeah 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 that's probably it yeah cheating <laughs> but um uh I got the cheese but I, I didn't it, they said you have to use that European butter did you use the European butter no I always use a cultured butter but it is not from europe or european st- oh i i don't know if cultured butter is european style um they said that cultured would be good and, and i think a lot of those cultured butters are yeah i i use one that's from a um dairy in oregon actually oh, okay. so i bet it is it's delicious. I, I mean, I bet it's really high but, fat like that. But yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. buy special butter, and yeah. I don't buy the butter from Ireland, even though I love the butter from Ireland. But, I mean, really, how 
many carbon credits are we going to use to oh, get I butter? Know, I know. <laughs> well, and then the I, I was looking at the recipe, and there's just really three things. There's yes. the fancy butter, the fancy cheese, and the fancy pasta. But, I mean, it's going to be like 30 bucks for macaroni and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so I got the cheese, but I have to get the butter. And um, I went to the cup. I thought they had fresh um, pasta, but they don't. So No. And I thought I could make it. You know and who I thought, does? No, I can't. Uh, Local foods market through North Coast Food Web. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, yes. that's right, they do. Um, there's a place in Wheeler, uh, S- Salmonberry Commons. It's a, um, they sell things that they make okay. in their restaurant part kitchen. Like and there's a v- they do a wide variety of fresh pastas. Part of like the Salmonberry Saloon, right? Yes. Yeah, that's a misleading name. That's a great restaurant. <laughs> yeah, it's they like and it. and they um, like so many uh, businesses in the world. They were very. Uh, they had to be really agile come pandemic mm-hmm. in terms of all restaurants being closed, and they came up with this uh, nice side business that is th- some things that they are known for, just selling you the product and you cook whatever it is you want to cook with it. And uh, one of the products that they sell is a lot of different kinds of homemade pasta. So, right or, you know, fresh pasta. Well, anyway, so I didn't make that because I only had money for the cheese. <laughs> 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 so, um, but in the same magazine, there was a recipe for carrot limes, carrot lime soup with cilantro. And I made that yeah. and it was good because I had carrots already, but it was so funny. I didn't have any shallots. It has shallots. And I was at the store and they didn't have any shallots. But they had fresh salads, but it was like $4 for two of them. And so I'm like, no, I'm not buying the fancy bread, and I'm not buying the fancy <laughs> salads. I, I mean, it's funny how cheap I just got, like, in just a minute of thinking about $30 macaroni and cheese. <laughs> My wallet just slammed shut. Isn't that funny? Well, I, or smart, and or smart. I made that recipe without any of the fancy stuff. Oh, it's really? delicious. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know you made it. Yeah, yeah, it is really good. So I love the flavor of dried shallots. I love it so much better than regular shallots. And so what I did is um, I was trying to make it pretty close to what it was. I just um, um, cut up like maybe a sixth of an onion. Uh-huh. And then I put a bunch of dried shallots in there. And, and that was really good. And it smelled really good. But um, it's a recipe that has um, cilantro stems, cilantro and then coriander, which is just ground cilantro. Right. And um, it was really good. But normally, this is kind of funny. When recipes have um, cilantro stems, yeah, I just don't use them. Um, because in, in my experience, like, and, and I'm talking probably 30 years ago, they would never cook. They would just, they were always it, like lemongrass. You know what I mean? Oh, like, right, I right, love right. the flavor of lemongrass, but I do not like that. Nya, 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 nya. You yeah. know, I'm still chewing nya, 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 <laughs> texture. And so um, I thought, okay, well, I didn't have enough cilantro leaves to really give this a lot of flavor. So I did. I chopped up the stems and they cooked up just fine. I should like when I have these prejudices against something, I should like try them more than once every 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I just had like some super woody cilantro from, you know, Minnesota, where it doesn't want to live 30 years ago. Yeah, or who knows where it came from and languished on the way. Yeah, Yeah. I use the stems all the time, even fresh, uh, just because they're tasty, and and I don't perceive them being... on an offensive texture, but <laughs> no, I was wrong. I was just wrong, and so I'm going to use them more often. I mean, there's recipes I have, like a black bean soup that calls for a lot of cilantro stems, but I just always put in a boatload of of leaves at the end uh-huh. because 
my brain had an experience 30 years ago that it won't forget. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's so annoying what it won't forget and what it does forget. (laughs) Come on. What the heck? It's not doing me any favors. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no kidding. What's you been cooking? Um, Well, I have, uh, I've been cooking some stuff and I'll tell you, but I have a watermelon question before we, (laughs) before we leave the topic. Yes. Use the fennel salt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, not about fennel salt. Um, I wonder if you've ever grilled watermelon. No, because um, once 30 years ago, I grilled some fruit (laughs) and I didn't really like it. And it always seems like I I just, not that I didn't like it, it just didn't do anything for me. And it's such a mess to clean up on the grill. And I just, I I just, the peaches, the pineapple, the watermelon, I don't grill them. Did you grill it? Well, I haven't yet, but I I love grilled stone fruit. I do love it. And I don't, um, I'm not grill girl like you are because you've got a, lot of ways to grill a lot of equipment and you do it all the time I'm not um, hip to the trip enough to (laughs) risk you know like a $12 steak I'm gonna I'm gonna do that restaurant style how you know know how to do it yeah Yeah. Uh, but I do have a grill element on my stove and I can grill stuff and I like peaches and apricots and all that stuff grilled however I've never grilled watermelon excuse me Um, but I saw this recipe that I really want to try and it made me want to ask you before I waste watermelon one of the things that I hadn't thought about before is that you grill it with the rind on it and then you cube it up okay because that makes sense yeah of course structure (laughs) but I would have you know (laughs) I would have watched it fall through the grate (laughs) definitely um but but this um recipe sounded really good and it's it's grilled watermelon with chilies and um a little cayenne and some uh mint and dates and huh I bet it's good. Ricotta, yeah, all the good stuff, and it sounds great. But the thing about it that really, uh, and and all of these things that are in this salad could be used individually. Like they have you mix pumpkin seeds with a little cayenne and a little bit of sugar and toast them. Mm-hmm. And though that sounds like something you could use a million different ways. Yeah, or just eat them. Yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, and the dressing sounded so good, which was uh, fresh or like a really ripe mango. And I don't know if anybody else ever does this, but I will buy two mangoes and then not use the second one fast enough. Mm-hmm. And this would be something that you could use a really overripe mango for because it's it's a dressing. Okay, yeah. Um, so you throw in some chopped mango, lime juice, a uh, little white wine, a little white wine vinegar, a chili, and uh, some salt, and whir it up in the blender or the food processor, and then drizzle in oil like you would for any dressing, and you have this, what sounds like a fabulous dressing for all kinds of stuff. I'm going to make some tonight. It really, really sounds good. I have never used mango in a dressing. Me either. And when I first saw the title to the dressing, I was like, oh, I'll just chop the mango and put it in the salad and then make the dressing. But I'm going to definitely try this because yeah. so happens I have an overripe mango. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, and then, I mean, I, I bet white wine pairs really well with mango. Yeah. And I never thought of putting those two together. They actually them. recommended sake, but like you, I'm not going to buy a special <laughs> ingredient so I can have a tablespoon or whatever. Fire up the truck, honey. We're going to Portland. <laughs> I've got to make a salad. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Almost any recipe we could tweak, right? So right. Where did you get that recipe? I got that recipe in Epicurious. Okay. So uh, Epicurious.com. Um, I get a, I get a lot of my recipes there because they're very well tested and they have a lot of um, ratings and comments by other people of what they've done to tweak it. I really trust them too. Yeah. Do you remember the title of the recipe? Uh, no, okay, but if okay. you go get into the site and just uh, search watermelon, you're going to come up with a grilled watermelon salad yeah. with, with mango dressing. Okay. Yeah. And I think that the dressing and the toasted nuts and the cornbread croutons. Oh, really? Which they suggest using day-old cornbread. And when I make cornbread, I always have leftover. There's only two of us. Yeah. So um, all of those things could be used in multiple ways. So yeah. I, lo- I like that about any recipe that has me, um, you know, that, re- that requires me to do something. If I can use it more than once, I'm happy. So Barbara Glick used to make her holiday stuffing, like, you know, I'm not our dressing, not not putting it in the turkey, but she made it with um, cornbread croutons and oh. a lot of Dungeness crab. Oh man, why would you even need a turkey? <laughs> Jeez. But that was like what was the famous thing in her family's holidays, you know? Yeah, yeah, and it it um deservedly I, famous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you're talking about sake or just ingredients that are hard to get here on the coast. And I am excited because I think it's the Serious Eats blog. He's got a new recipe up for these. They look like um, just like kind of like cabbage rolls, egg roll type things. Um, But, you know, they're Asian and they have on the outside, they have a a bean curd skin wrapping. Oh, So it's like that skin you get on tofu, you know? Yeah. And so you can find that fresh in the city fire up the truck, honey. (laughs) But um, um, you can buy it dried, which I didn't know um, just online. So I got a package of that just yesterday in the mail. And so you soak it just for a short while, just like you do the wrappers for salad rolls, you know, the tapioca wrappers. wrappers. And so I'm going to, um, hey, do you think that'd be a good band, the tapioca wrappers? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure it's classical music. We're, sti- yeah. we're sticky and we're icky. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say that um, our local community-owned grocery store has a wide selection of sakes. Oh, okay. I didn't even know. So, um, and and it, and probably other places too, but that's where I've seen it. So, fire, uh, fire up the trolley, honey. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we're, we're going shopping. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Okay, that's great. But um, you um, soak them just a little bit, like less than a minute, and then they are a wrapper, and they look like scrambled egg. But um, I'm excited to try those. So yeah. So tofu Th- skin. Yeah, Rappers. you know the um I'm trying to think of the name of the sushi that is the little uh, tofu skin cones. Oh yeah, yeah. stuffed with um you know s- marinated s- sushi rice and whatever else you want to yeah. put in there. Yeah, I love yeah, that I don't stuff. Know the name I of totally those. love that stuff. That's so funny that you mentioned sushi because there's this Oh wait, do you have to say do you have to say something (laughs) well i don't have to right this minute but now that we're talking about it i will say that uh, food talk is a co-production of kmun and north coast food web yay 
we love them both. Yes, we so do. you mentioned um, sushi. There's there's a bookstore that I love in New York. It's called Kitchen Arts and Letters, and it's it's just a cookbook store. But um, they really take cookbooks seriously. And I am mostly laughed at for cookbooks because I have so many. But oh I my love God, cookbooks. you have so many! <laughs> Do you have a count? No, I'm not telling anybody. <laughs> I don't want to get like my house egged or something. Is it like? Are we into four digits? That's oh, what I wanted. Yeah. Know. Oh, okay. So, but I just love them. I just love them. So anyway, um, they have a newsletter of what they think is new and notable. You know, that month that they put out every month. And so, this month there's a. Um, um, a history of sushi that came oh. out by a guy named Eric Rath, but but he has this quote that they when they were reviewing it that they said that I thought was just great. And so what Eric Rath says is he says, "What was once a lean food of green cylindrical geometry has become, in some instances, an amorphous dripping creature with twice the calories, sodium, and cholesterol of a McDonald's hamburger." <laughs> and that is so true. It you is know? so true. I mean mayonnaise and all this glop that that yeah you, oh, it's um it's it's really really changed in the last 20 uh-huh. years so yep i like the plain stuff do you i do i, I really like do. it all i'm <laughs> sad to say <laughs> no. i in in and we could just substitute the word food for sushi <laughs> and, and be completely accurate oh my gosh hey before we leave the topic of interesting products i want to say that I just discovered that the beeswax wraps for food to, re- oh, to, yeah. re- to use instead of plastic wrap. I've seen pictures of those. Well, I have some and I love them, but, but I just discovered on the internet that I'm not the only one that is sad about the fact that they come in different size squares and so you never have the right size for okay. what you want to wrap. Um and I just discovered that you can buy beeswax wrap in a roll like you would buy foil really? or plastic wrap, which means that you can have whatever size you need. I really, really do like this stuff. And I like to wrap um, lettuce in it. keeps it really fresh. I like to wrap cut bread in it and put it in the fridge or even just leave it on the counter. Um, anything that I would normally in the old days have used wax paper or plastic wrap for, I can use this beeswax wrap for and then wash it and use it and use it and use it. Okay, so this is the thing. I don't have any because I have two worries. One is that it's going to smell like something. Like it's going to smell like whatever I wrap in it forever. No, it won't because okay. you just you wash it just like you would wash anything. You use... Uh, 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 plastic bags over and over again yeah yeah okay and then the other thing is how do you, do you mean you wash it in the washing machine I don't I wash it with soap and water in the sink and then my other worry was that the wax if I washed it and if the water was hot that the wax would just melt off no it doesn't and really? I don't know why okay uh, no, but you can but you can r- run a th- you know, a thumbnail over this thing and you don't come up with wax. Oh, really? So I think it's really impregnated in the fabric. Okay. And you use the warmth of your hands to mold it around whatever you're going to do and then it sticks to itself. You know, it's yeah. tacky. Nope. It's tacky. <laughs> <laughs> we're tacky and we're wacky. <laughs> so anyway, I like this stuff and I just discovered that it's available by the roll. Okay. So, um, and I don't know that it, that is true of locally i've never seen it but i'm gonna uh, investigate okay no that's that is really great i didn't know that you had them and they they seem like such a good idea but if 
everything was going to smell like onion forever. If you know, yeah, no, I yeah. haven't had that problem. Okay, that's although great. I will do uh, before I talk to you again. I'll wrap a cut onion and see if that's true with onion. I haven't had it smell like anything yet. That well, I've maybe onion's in a it. bad idea because it's the smelliest thing. Yeah, but. That would be a good test, wouldn't it? Yeah. I could use my smallest one, which and I can't. that's the one you hate. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> It'll be my sacrificial bees wrap. <laughs> the, well, the other thing that I am uh, always worried about is the, you know, the state of the bee. Yeah. So I don't know what uh, the ramifications of using beeswax when bees are under threat i i uh, there's there is just so much to learn yes about every stinking thing right thing that we use yeah 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 to be smart and now uh, even things that we think so (laughs) i'm exhausted (laughs) seriously i made a salmon caprese recently really it was good instead of tuna Really really good yeah delicious all the same stuff okay but salmon fresh That's salmon that i poach i put uh, with poached salmon okay and do you just poach it in water or do you poach it in like, i i poached it in like half water half white wine okay. and uh put uh, i don't have a poacher you know i just have a baking pan that the fish fits in yeah <laughs> and i put it uh, on the stovetop and cover it with foil because it doesn't have a fitted lid but um i put a layer of sliced lemon and red onion and white wine and water. Wow, that just sounds delicious. It was really good. One of my favorite salads is a uh, poached salmon niçoise. So again, instead of tuna salmon. Yeah. And I think that that is just delicious. Yeah, it is. It was d- it was really good. And the other thing I've done recently that I really I always like this, but it uh, is figs with fresh chev drizzled with honey, and we have fresh figs right now, and that's optimum but this is also good with dried figs um just put you know dip them in a little or spread a little fresh chev that that i've drizzled honey over onto a fig holy cow i've never had that oh my gosh i would go straight to the store i will (laughs) i i will you know go straight to my room and close the door because that's not something that i want to share with anybody get away you blender whirling dervish No figs and chef for you, but also uh, chef, uh, fresh local chef is available right now, and it's hard to beat that. You cannot beat it with um, grocery store chef yeah. that that you know, it, it, which is fine and dandy. I yeah. mean, I'm all for it, and I eat it a year round when there's no local. But when the uh, babies are all weaned and the uh, milk can be used for other things local fresh chef man oh man it is really delicious yes it's great i know they have it at the food web so good it's so good well you gave me another book at the same time just the cook's illustrated magazine that came the same time and they had this whole section on radishes that was kind of interesting so they had a radish butter where you just kind of grind up some radishes and you put a little horseradish with it and you get it on um some paper towels to drain some of the moisture out and mix it up um uh, with butter and um, it turns out I don't really like radishes and I also oh. really don't like horseradish. <laughs> oh, so so you were brave to make it. So um, they had a whole thing about how 
like you can cook radishes and then they won't be as strongly radish flavored. But if you put vinegar with the fresh radish, it will preserve its radishness and stuff like that. So cool. um, it was pretty radishy. Dale liked it because he likes radishes. But um, then they also had a recipe for roasting radishes. And I liked how they turned out. They cooked pretty fast. I mean, they um, went pretty fast and you cut them in half just like you do a Brussels sprout. And you sure. put the cut side down. Um, but they were good. And then they lost a bunch of their radishness was radishness. I don't even know. Anyway, <laughs> um, so that was like a positive for me. So I I really like radishes, and I throw them in stir fry if I have them. Oh, really? Uh, because like having an overdue mango, a bunch of radishes, I always end up with a few little rubber eraser radishes <laughs> at the end, like little art gum erasers. <laughs> And they work great in, well, first of all, I reconstitute them in a little bowl of ice water with some salt and they get crispy again. Really? Okay. I didn't yeah, know they that. do. I slice, uh, you know, slice them or wedge them or have them, depending on what I'm going to do. Uh, but I like them in stir fry. Okay. Uh, really a lot. But yeah. I had some radishes recently that um, were just so good. And I'm looking really quick to see here exactly what they were because it w- I had them w- when I went out for a cocktail and a bite for the first time in like two years. Wow, wow. And uh, now that we have variants, I may not ever get to go back. Uh, <laughs> but um, I had, I'm trying to get to, oh, yeah, clicking on this to see if I can tell you what was with these radishes because it was a, uh, an appetizer that was so good. And apparently I'm, okay. (laughs) Apparently I'm challenged. Uh, Okay, here we go. Um, I was really, yes. So it was radishes with uh, yogurt, a little yogurt, you know, like a smear of yogurt Mm -hmm. on the plate, very artful. And um, quartered radishes or chunked up radishes sprinkled with nori, but the radishes had been, I want to say they must have been either really quickly grilled or uh, maybe steamed just a little. They still had a crunch, but they obviously had been cooked okay, slightly. And it, that was of all of the, and I really, my uh, girlfriends and I ate our way through the entire <laughs> appetizer menu of this brand new place in Astoria. Um, it was one of my favorite things. They okay, were just wow. so good. Wow. Really good. So, um, yeah, like if I have a salad and there's radish in there, I'm like, eh, radish. When I get it in my mouth, <laughs> do you do you set them aside? Because no, they're no. easy to set aside. Yeah, I know, but I'm just like, eh, radish. Oh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think if there's something like that that I don't like, and I can't think of it offhand, but I'm sure there is. Pickled pig's feet. I love pickled pigs. Oh my feet. god! Oh my gosh! Yes, <laughs> or trotters of any kind. Trotters. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I don't think there's very much that I don't like, but there's a zillion. There's a whole world of food out there I haven't had. Yeah. So, um, I did do a picnic lately, just for Tom and I, a really? little picnic. Ooh. We didn't go anywhere. We don't go anywhere, but just you know, fried chicken, potato salad, corn on the cob, little dish Aww. of watermelon. On the 4th of July? 
That no. sounds so 4th of July. I know it? it does, but I don't think it was on the 4th of July, but it was recently. Oh. Yeah. I should make some fried chicken. Dale loves it. I, it's one of those things that I, I'm not, I could take it or leave it. Yeah. Um, I liked everything else more. Yeah. But if I, uh, you, I usually, I don't do a whole chicken's worth. I just do, you know, I'll get a package of four thighs or something and fry mm-hmm. them up and then they're leftover and there's a lot of things you could do with leftover fried chicken so and maybe normally if I make it it's just for a big family gathering or something you know and it's just I'm yeah too much frying yeah oh god and I gotta go double wash my hair when I'm done you know (laughs) (laughs) wash the windows get a facial (laughs) so we just have a few seconds what uh closing thoughts closing thoughts no you have to do it my brain just went absolutely blank I mean it might have fallen out (laughs) On that note, Linda Perkins, I'm assigning a name to you after that. Um, thank you so much. Thank you, Mary. Talk so to nice you soon. Talking to you.